Well, it's Danny Hal again uh, for episode 14 of Tales from Southern Indiana. Got off of that unlucky number before. And um, I'd like to share this time some memories about some grade school teachers that I uh, that had that made a sort of a big impression on me. My little town had teachers who uh, were really one-room schoolhouse teachers, I think, when they started their careers, several of them. And, you know, you had to be pretty tough to be a one-room schoolhouse teacher back in the day. You had to be able to beat up the big farm kids, and uh, and they were pretty tough. Uh, the the uh, uh, was There was, I guess, probably a half a dozen of them that I had. The first one, on the very first day of school, got my attention because uh, there was a little girl who wouldn't stop talking, and she wasn't supposed to talk, and the teacher, I think, asked her once to stop, and then... She went over to her desk and got out some shipping tape, ripped off a good bunch of it, and slapped it over the girl's mouth. And that interfered with her ability to talk. It didn't stop. We kept hearing her mumble. But uh, it was um, an important lesson for me that uh, not following instructions had consequences. In fifth grade, we had another one-room schoolhouse teacher who had a short fuse. And uh, he was... um, actually a, a, a great teacher, but uh, he did have this one slight problem with anger. I think he was the Bobby Knight of one of schoolhouse teachers. At any rate, on the very first day, we had a bully, and I didn't like this kid. He'd been giving me some trouble, and I really was disappointed to see that he was in my home room. But he was in the home room of the old one one schoolhouse teacher with a short fuse, and the very first day, what the teacher asked each of us to do, when he called our name, we were supposed to stand up, go over to the bookcase, take what was called a reader, and then go back to the desk. Simple enough. But when he got to this kid, he called his name, and the kid looked at him and grinned and said, uh So in an amazing display of patience for this particular teacher, he asked it one more time. And he got the same reaction, smiling, uh So in a flash, as fast as any football running back, the teacher shoots over to the middle of all the kids where the school's kid's desk is, and he grabs them by the arm and slings them through the air into the bookcase. Most of the books fall off on the floor. The teacher runs over, grabs an armload of the books, and starts throwing them at the kid's head until finally the kid caught one and sat down. Again, that pretty much set the tone for the rest of the year in that class. I recall another uh, teacher who was very disappointed, I think, unhappy with sort of his career. And, uh, and you know, he had to be a certain kind of person to do that kind of job for as low a pay and for as tough as it was. And um, he'd reached a point where he really had had enough, but he was still teaching. And it was the last day of school, and a couple of kids were up on the top floor with the window open with a big stack of math books, and apparently they didn't like math. And they were setting each one of them on fire and throwing them out the window into the courtyard. And he saw them, and he came up, and he said, Do you realize I have a master's degree? Which they probably didn't and probably didn't care. At any rate, these are some of the teachers who stick in my mind, and I think that they really, by and large, were really good teachers. And um, I think I learned a lot, not only about subjects they taught, but about life. And, of course, their methods wouldn't exactly go over these days uh, with all the rules and regulations and laws and whatnot. But back then, sometimes it served a purpose. Thank, appreciate it.